This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So the big news recently is that Elon Musk has bought Twitter, and there are some pretty major changes happening to the platform in the next weeks and months and possibly in the years to follow. Elon is at the helm of this company now. It's a private company. Of course, he does have his own investors for the project, but he has seen that the workforce at Twitter doesn't really cut the mustard, so to speak, and they don't really need that many people, according to Elon, to get the job. So what Elon is going to be doing is going to be firing roughly half of Twitter's workforce as a cost-cutting measure on Friday. And according to a report from Bloomberg News, you know, this is something that Elon has denied reports about. And they said the report said about 75% of the workers were being fired. Elon said, no, that's not going to happen. He's going to be laying off 50% of the staff, which equals about 3,700 people. Now, you may ask yourself, why does Twitter have so many people working for it? It's just a social media platform, right? Why do they need this many people? It's an engineering company. It's a sales company. It's a media company. It's a social media company. 3,700 people, 10 years to keep this thing going. Salespeople to continue selling ads. Executives, people in the middle don't know exactly who's going to be cut, what departments are going to be cut the most, and it could change over time. We don't quite know yet, but it should be happening on Friday. We don't know the amount of severance they're going to be getting. There could be some parachutes going on. We do know from a few rumors that there's a possibility that these workers could get 60 days of pay from this layoff. So they, you know, using the word layoff is a silly thing to do. You're firing these people. People, you know, in the industry know that you usually don't go back to the same job that you get cut from, especially in the tech industry. You move on to immediately because you need that paycheck to continue your lifestyle. I've been in that industry. I worked for a large media company. It was an auto media company. We used to build the, the websites for BMW, Audi, things like that for dealerships. And I know when people get, quote, laid off, they just leave for another tech company. That's just how it works because you need to continue doing the things that you're currently doing. And those 60 days are scary. So 60-day severance possible more for some people, of course. But it's clear that Musk wants a more slim and trim Twitter in the future. So 60 days, good for the people that are getting fired, but also that's about all they're going to get. Some of them have stock options. And if they have stock options, those stock options will be paid out to those employees at the time of, their, of them being let go. So those things will be under control, will be taken care of. There's also another thing that Musk has been really adamant about. A lot of people that work for Twitter have been flex workers. Work from anywhere approach has been what Twitter has been doing up until this point. Now Musk said, hey, we don't like that. We want everybody to be in the office. 
And so this is where I'm going to push back a little bit as a tech worker, my city that can do work better from home. I can, I can accomplish my goals a lot better than having somebody tap me on the shoulder all the time or having to do Slack meetings all the time or somebody just walking by my desk and disrupting me while I'm coding. You know, something, something like working from home was a godsend for me in particular. But Musk had previously said that people who work from home are only pretending to work and Twitter employees need to come back to the office. People at Twitter have been sleeping at the office. One of the Twitter, one of the tweets that I saw from Evan, what is it? Evan S-T-N-L-Y Jones has tweeted a picture of somebody sleeping in the office. When you need something from your boss at Elon Twitter, the sleeping in the office in a sleeping bag with a pillow. It looks like a pillow from probably one of the couches in the office and a little pad underneath them. So if these things are going to be happening in order to implement this new sort of production rate that Twitter is going to be doing, and these people are going to be sleeping in their offices and just crushing it, I get it. I understand it. There's deadlines, but what are these deadlines for? You know, most of the time they're for egos and for, if you want to do rapid change to something, then that's what happens. So if you want a rapid change, you need people to be there to do the rapid change and to do the code immediately. So Elon bought the, the company for somewhere around $44 billion, but now he has to make money too, because this isn't just a company that's going to live off Elon's money. They still need to continue making money. And since it's a private company now, how do they do that? There are, of course, ads on Twitter. A lot of people use ad blockers. I, I know some people use ad blockers. There you go. Some of those people don't see ads on Twitter at all. But Elon wants to implement a system where you pay $8 a month because he got a little bit of pushback because he said $20, right? And that's how you play the game. You say, oh, I'm going to give you a check mark for 20 bucks. Then everybody pushes back to a relatively decent figure of $8 for the month to get a check mark and to verify that you're a person. Basically, a lot of these bot accounts won't cuff up the $8 because you need to have a credit card that actually works. There needs to be some sort of verification that goes on while you, while you verify yourself. So using a card to pay the $8. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup from Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days, and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And if you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15-day no credit card required 
free trial. Check it out. Play with it. Start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9 to 5 Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Dollars a month, you get a little check mark, right? There's a paid verification model. Um, current verified users would probably have a decent amount of time to be in their current check mark status, I guess, the blue check mark. And then they get pushed to the next level just because they have to have some sort of rollout for it. It's not going to happen immediately but it'll happen over time. So people that are currently checkmarked, congratulations on getting your checkmark, by the way. And the people that are going to be checkmarked in the future, congratulations on ha having $8 in your bank account. <laughs> That's great. So Elon is shaking things up immediately. I uh, changed the homepage too, which is really a thing that the, the old Twitter, that there was a paywall basically. It was like, you could see nothing and be happy with it. And then you had to log in or you'd see like, you'd see one tweet. And if you saw, I can't remember exactly what it was, but you could see a few tweets and then you had to log in, make an account. And Elon was just like, that doesn't make any sense. And to me, that didn't make any sense either because I want to use Twitter and I want to be able to scroll things. And then when I want to actually interact with it, that's when I need to make an account. It's sort of like Elon wants to make this the Times Square or the, the public square, sorry, for, for people on the internet. Wants people to see it, make, wants people to see the content, wants people to see the conversation. And if you can't even see the conversation, then what's the problem? Like, why are you even there? You see one tweet and then you have to log in and I get it. It's, it's customer acquisition. You know, you, you get the people to sign up, you get their, their info, get them to get them to use it more, get them to interact with it. Then you can sell those stats to advertisers and therefore. Advertisers will pay more money for ads because they know that there's more people looking at the platform. And Elon's just like, you know what? We're going to figure this out. And if we need another revenue stream, yeah, sure. You know, we're going to use the, the $8 from the people that get verified. And I'm sure millions of people every month will want to be verified, will want that check mark. It's a vanity thing. But also some people that are in the media, like my, like it only makes sense that I do that because then I have a blue check mark. You know, it, it's not a, it's a verification thing. It's to show that I'm actually myself and that I actually have my Twitter account attached to me at Space News Pod is my Twitter account, by the way. And Space News Pod is the YouTube channel that's just space related stuff. And it's mostly Elon Musk space related and SpaceX stuff. So if you want to check that out, please, we're, we're at about 90,000 subscribers now. We need a few more. Let me actually check the stats here. See if we actually made 90,000 today because we're really, really close. We're like two away from 90,000 at this point. So I've been growing this channel for a little while. And if you could go check it out, hit the sub button. That'd be cool. And also, if you're listening to this podcast right now, please take a second. If you like it, subscribe on your podcast platform, whatever one you're using right now, that would be really helpful. And 
you know, we do these uh, do these shows a bunch of times every week about Elon Musk and all the stuff that's going on with him. And there's a ton going on with Elon. You know, there's there's a, a bunch of stuff going on at Twitter, but also the Boring Company, the original Boring Tunnel. You know, the the prototype is being taken out, and they're moving it, they're dismantling everything, and they're making it into a parking lot. And that's it. It's over. Everyone else is going to be doing some more boring stuff and taking over that lead because Elon has released the, the, the patents for all that stuff. So you can do whatever you want to with those kind of tunnels, but now they're, they're doing boring, boring tunnels all over the place. So, or sorry, the hyperloop, I'm sorry, that was the original one. So also there was a Slack discussion at Twitter. There was a discussion on a Slack channel today saying that the company is planning to cut roughly 3,800 employees. This is according to The Verge, which would be about half the workforce. Employees are expected to hear more by Friday. All their work calendars were set to private today. That's crazy. That's crazy. So Elon, once he took the helm of Twitter, a ton of bots showed up saying racist things, saying horrible things on the platform about Elon, about just different political people. And there was a rush of bots, basically, that were showing like, hey, what could happen if Elon takes over? And this is a private company, as opposed to what it was before. And they had a, they had a very slimmed down version of what they wanted, you know, what Twitter wanted. They wanted a, a certain narrative. And Elon said, this is free speech for everybody, but he, he wants to have it free speech for everybody but also not hate speech and not these horrible people out there. So he quashed this pretty quickly. Basically say, okay, these are all bots. We're going to get rid of them. And then there's going to be a little bit of, a little bit of pushback from, of course, people on either side of the, either side of the, of the aisle. I say, okay, this is a good thing. This is a bad thing. So Elon's just saying, look, we're going to do our best. We don't know exactly where it's going to be going because he literally just got there. You know, he doesn't know the ins and outs of the engineering team yet. He doesn't know the ins and outs of the of the board of directors and all the all the other people that are there. But he's working on it and it's going to be a little bit of time before he figures this out. And he has a poll up on his Twitter account right now. Elon, the poll says advertisers should support poll number one, freedom of speech. Number two is political correctness. And let's see what this has to offer. 78.4% say freedom of speech is more important than political correctness on his Twitter account. And that has 2.7 million votes. There's only one hour left in this poll. So you can see the, uh, you can see where Elon is kind of pushing this. He's pushing this narrative. Hey, if you want to be part of this, you know, you have to get on board with us. And if you don't want to push this free speech thing, advertisers, oh, we'll find another way to make money. Elon has a bunch of backers. Elon has a bunch of money and he has a bunch of really wealthy friends. So if he needs capital to keep Twitter going, he can easily get it. He bought the company. He has some revenue, a revenue stream coming through to, to pay the people. But cutting 3,800 jobs is going to definitely cut the, the spend from Twitter going forward. So David Sachs tweeted, and this is what Elon replied to this, actually. He retweeted this. Elon retweeted from David Sachs. The entitled elite is not mad that they have to pay $8 a month. They're mad that everyone can pay $8 a month. 
So basically saying, hey, the rich and famous, the people that are at the top tier, they earned those check marks. I mean, myself, I have a podcast. It's semi-successful. I have a YouTube channel with 90,000 subscribers and I have a Twitter account. I'm not super successful. I don't have a million followers, but Twitter denied me a check mark saying that I'm not a, a news person. And I've been doing a news YouTube channel for the last four years independently. So just because I didn't, you know, I didn't work for one of the bigger companies, they wouldn't give me a check mark. So myself, $8 a month, I have to verify that it's myself. I have to show people that I'm a verified news kind of person, podcaster. And therefore, I probably will do it. It's $8 a month. But the elite that have, that are in these sort of upper echelons of society, and they have worked hard to get to those places, and I'm not denying any of that, but they have these check marks, and they've had the check marks for a while. David Sachs says the entitled elite is not mad that they have to pay $8 a month. They're mad that anyone can pay $8 a month. So where are the elite going to go? Because they're spoiled, basically, is what he's saying. Like, so if, if everybody else can do the same thing we're going to be doing, the titled elite, where can we go that we're more, we can, we can keep our status? A lot of entitled elite are just lashing out and screaming in Twitter. And they're saying, or at Twitter, maybe even on their feeds, they're saying, hey, we're, I'm leaving Twitter. It's kind of funny. Because as my friend says, one of my best friends, she says, this isn't an airport. You don't have to announce your departure. So please, if you're going to be leaving Twitter, just silently go. No one's going to, it's, it's kind of like a couple of years ago, I said, hey, I'm not going to use Facebook anymore. If you want to hit me up, you know, here's my phone number. And if you know how to get a hold of me, whatever, then get a hold of me. And then I went back to Facebook like two months later. <laughs> it's kind of like, I think that's what's going to happen because there's such a, it's a, such a big social media presence. If you have 5 million subscribers or 5 million followers on Twitter, there's no reason to really leave Twitter if somebody else can get a check mark. Like that just seems silly. And there's going to be monetization on Twitter as well in longer video formats too. So I should, in theory, in the, in the near future, hopefully, Twitter will become a platform where you can make money off of your, off of your, your content. You know, I have hundreds of videos on my YouTube channel that I've monetized and I make money from every day. If I could do the same thing on Twitter, that would be great. I mean, I, I think it would be an important step forward for all content creators to be able to get donations at least. And if there's any sort of ad revenue, that would be great. But it would make a lot of sense for Twitter to become a platform where people could try to make a living uh, because people have a huge following here and all they're doing is giving away free content to the world. Like, why would you do that? It doesn't make any sense other than to grow your, grow your, uh, your reach, so to speak. You grow your reach and then you promote it on Twitter and then you, you send them over to other places. So it would be great if Twitter could be a place where content creators can make money as well. So instead of just being a place where you post about your content and then hope that somebody clicks over and then watches your video or buys your product or whatever. It could be a place where you could buy and sell goods and also do content of some any sort, whether it's, you know, you can have, have something locked off so nobody can see it until they have a membership or possibly, you know, give it away for free, but have it ad supported. I think that would be great. Something, something similar to Patreon would be cool, like a membership kind of thing. And then you can, you can block off people that you don't want to see it. And then your, your super hardcore fans could see your content 
or the other way around, like I was saying before, ad-supported free content. That's a pretty good revenue model. YouTube does a really great job of that. And like I was saying before, Patreon does a really good job of having a, a tiered system of supporters that can only see your locked content if they pay. So that would be really great for content, content creators. Elon is, there's, there's so many other, so many other ways for Twitter to make money. But one of the things that Elon tweeted, which is kind of funny, he posted a meme of an $8 Starbucks coffee. 30 minutes. You enjoy your Starbucks coffee for 30 minutes for $8. And the blue check mark for $8 lasts for 30 days. So it's kind of funny in a way that, you know, a lot of people don't really realize the the significance of who's who's check mark basically. So and I'm just kind of like, I don't really have a script here. I'm just kind of talking off the cuff here. But it does seem significant if somebody is verified on any of these platforms. Like when somebody on YouTube is verified, you know that they're serious. And if you have over 100,000 subscribers on your YouTube channel, you know that they're a serious creator. So something like that, or if you have a million subscribers, people are really into you and it's really cool and they can trust you. You know, this is the only way really that space Twitter can do this. I was thinking about SpaceX when I just said that, that YouTube or YouTube does it. Instagram does it. And now if Twitter does it too, would be really, really great. So I don't know. I may be coughing up the eight bucks. I don't know. Let's see. It's a cost of doing business, I guess. <laughs> so, so Elon also posted, and this is a, a like a, a, a sort of secondary thing that I want to talk about for just a second. One of the tweets that he posted, and this is, this is a really important thing that I think we should take a, take a second and process. He tweeted on November 2nd, being attacked by both right and left simultaneously simultaneously is a good sign. So both sides are attacking Elon. He thinks that if we have the conversation, that's the important part. The important part isn't about making an echo chamber for left or right or both sides or one side over the other. The important part is to have a conversation. And I think that's where he's headed with Twitter. He wants more people to talk about things, but it's really hard to talk about things in 140 characters, 240 characters, anything like that without the recognition of an actual civilized discussion. Because we all know that most people on Twitter don't have a civilized discussion around a lot of political topics. So he's saying that since he's being attacked by the both, both right and left simultaneously, he thinks that's a great sign. And I would have to say it's a decent sign. Good job. I mean... Good job getting your uh, your idea out there, Elon. But being attacked by a bunch of people, not good. But being attacked for the same thing by both sides, you know, the same thing being Twitter and his ideas, you know, that's a that's a thing that could be could be useful in the future and a good pointer for the direction of where the platform's going. You know, Elon also said the bands for Twitter won't be lifted for a few more weeks. At least he thinks that they need to go over case by case, see all these banned accounts, see if they're actually, if there's a real reason for them to be banned or if they were just talking, you know, some people say things that are absurd. A lot of people say things that are absurd and were they just talking? Were they just shooting off some sort of nonsense or were they really serious about the thing? You know, and Elon's team, and his new team, he has a whole new team set up for 
these kind of situations, like how to ban people, how to unban people, that's going to be taking a little bit more time than a lot of people were expecting. A few more weeks could possibly get some big name people back on the platform, if you know what I'm saying. So that being said, a few, a few talking points from today. We had people sleeping on the floor at Twitter to get the job done. We have about 3,800 people being fired on Friday, possibly. We also have the, you know, the, the stock options were going to be paid out. So we'll see. We'll see what happens in the next, I don't know, week or so, what happens at Twitter, because I think it's going to be an interesting time for the media, the social media platform. But I also think it's going to be a really educational time for everybody who's watching this story unfold, because if you take something as huge as Twitter and you put it under the control of kind of one guy, one, one, one idea, then we'll see what unfolds in the next month as far as, as far as the, the craziness that goes on on Twitter and if it actually is okay, you know, we'll see, we'll see, but hopefully the, the next steps are going to be pretty useful. The first thing was the homepage and now the interior page is probably going to get a little, little update and the check marks are coming in, flying in, coming in hot, so to speak. And also Falcon Heavy, remember that gigantic rocket just launched a little bit ago with a secret payload that was super successful. So that's good. Starship is on its way to orbit by the end of this year, according to NASA too. And that's a whole other podcast. And I'll talk about that at length in the next show. So please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're on right now. So we can continue doing these shows and I will see you next time. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll see you next time.